Okay, Visceralist Podcast. This is the Visceralist Podcast, episode 77. Can we reach that? Uh, Visceralist.gmail.com. Um, uh, at Visceralist Twitter um, and, uh, and Instagram. Um, I understand, uh, did we get a new follower? You had... Um, you had a conversation. Oh, uh, could you turn the volume down on your headset a little bit? Really? Am I just breathing too heavy? No, no, no. It's it's. I can hear the echo of my voice. Is that yeah. better? Uh, yeah. Just uh, what was this bartender thing? Oh, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a nice bartender from uh, this local place by me. I haven't actually listened to his podcast, but Bartender's Guide to the Universe, I believe it is. His name's Jonathan. He's a funny guy. We're having oh, some yeah. arguments about DJ Khaled the other night. <laughs> 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 I think you know what side I'm on with that. Hmm. Um, yeah, I took a look at, uh, it looks like he's got about 25 uh, to 30 episodes. Looks like each one is a new, different, different topic. Good, uh, good episode descriptions in the little summary. Um, I downloaded one. I haven't listened to it yet, but I will definitely get to it. Appreciate the followers. And as I look through my iPhone, I did not download one. Okay. Well, let me get on that. What's it called again? <laughs> <laughs> Bartender's Guide to the Universe. Bartender's, Bartender's Guide to the Universe. Yeah. Yeah, so they got some good, uh, good podcast art. Okay, yeah, they have twenty eight. Does have some good art. I gotta listen to it now. See, yeah, Mm-mm. that art puts definitely puts ours to shame. Um, no, it works pretty good. Ours is ours is minimalist. You know, that's that's my big thing. Um, yeah, twenty twenty eight episodes. All right, cool. Yeah, uh, got one about Nipsey Hussle, bartender Spring Fling, bartender's guide to politics. Ooh. I can little, get a little dicey drinking, drinking in politics. <laughs> Been there. Um, yeah. Oh, I know you like to get into that. Get in. Uh, yeah, love it. <laughs> love it. Anyway, uh, let's get into uh, our, our standard opening segment, um, trifling in NYC. Um, I actually took a trip. You did, you did some travel to Europe that we talked about last episode or, or – uh, episode before perhaps i i took a trip to uh let's call it america's europe uh the pacific northwest well yeah it is Mm -hmm. i've heard (laughs) that many times (laughs) i was out there uh in seattle for about a week i had a great time um how was the weather oh god it was so awesome it was amazing the summer in seattle is uh i've been many times um, the summers are, weather is so excellent. Um, it rarely rains in the summer, but, uh, it did while I was there in, in the winters and basically every other time, but the summer it rains like every day. Right. Um, uh, but in the summer it doesn't rain, but it does it typically doesn't get too humid. Um, highest it'll get is like 77. Oh, it's down to like 50. That's real good. Mid fifties at night. So, um, yeah, just maybe just a light jacket is going to be good for you. Um, that's all you need. Uh, anyway, 
and actually this this isn't even a trifling uh this is uh i don't know the opposite of it that's something um nyc could adapt to maybe they never will but basically i had a really good experience with um getting a deli sandwich made actually two deli sandwiches made for me uh what made it so good well you I don't know. Do like, you feel like the story might ruin you for deli sandwiches in New York? <laughs> well, it might. Uh, You're in every right to be concerned. Uh, basically, there's a, I went to a big uh, this big grocery store chain called QFC out there, and um, it's uh, it's similar to like in size. It's similar to like the Whole Foods we have here, but it's just it's not. Uh, it's just regular grocery store stuff. Um, and it's just really big and they have this separate deli for, with like, uh, basically just like the New York bodega deli, whatever, uh, with the sandwich bar. And the key innovation there is that when you go up to order a sub, um, they give you this, uh, sheet of paper that has okay. a list of all their ingredients, uh, separated by type. So there's breads, meats, cheeses, extras. And there's boxes next to each one. And what you do is you just check the box of exactly what you want, what type of bread, meats. You can check multiples if you want. Boom, boom, boom. And you just hand it to the uh, attendant. Boom. You can go walk away. You knowing that they'll get everything exactly right. You don't have to do. Uh, you don't have to sit there and fucking don't micromanage. Big. No, 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 not that one. Okay. Exactly. No, I didn't say tomatoes. I said mayo. Mm. That's a big one. Um, yeah, it's it's something I've always thought that bodegas should do. Not, I, I mean, I hadn't thought about the because this is a printed out like like they have a whole pad that they just rip off a page, hand it to you. Right. Um, Check a couple boxes, give it back. Bada boom. bing, bada boom. Yeah, you can go do finish the rest of your shopping. Um, come back. Come back. <clears throat> right there for you. Um, yeah, this is, I mean, this is something I've thought because just like if, if the bodega guys, at, um, in New York places would just write, just write it down, even if it's just taking a sheet of paper and just like writing a letter to represent like H for ham, A for American, like that you could do it really, really quick. And I, I don't know, like I definitely get overly annoyed by my sandwich not coming out right but it's i just order a lot of sandwiches and i'm telling people out there not in new york like it, you know it's like 25 maybe even close to like 30 or 40 percent of the time it just won't be what i ordered there'll be something missing or extra stuff that i really don't want and it's just it just gets really annoying i know it sounds petty but it it really you order as many deli sandwiches as we do Right, right. It, yeah. it makes it like you you ordered it because that's how you want it and you're paying for it. Exactly. <laughs> like you got to eat this. Like. Yeah. Like I ordered, look, I do do special like in, not not that intricate, but it. I usually get charged more because I add like extra cheese, sometimes extra meat. So I am paying for it. And in New York, they, you know, some places they'll be like, you're usually around eight eight to ten dollars for a hero <clears throat> so um no it's just a, it's just a like a really like like i like m really minor 
innovations, like minor interventions and things that can make just a world of difference. You know? They do. And then <clears throat> when it's wrong, oh, man, it throws it all off. <laughs> ruins, ruins the entire sandwich. Yeah, got that spicy brown mustard. What? What? No. I didn't want any like mustard, and now spicy brown mustard it. is delicious. I, will, but, I mean, in, yeah, but not if you don't if you don't want it. If you didn't order it, exactly. And if it's in there, it'll color the the whole flavor profile, the whole fucking sandwich. Yeah, it's a dominant. It's a dominant condiment. That's yeah. for sure. Or let them put some like, you know, vin- vinaigrette or something on it. <laughs> what? Wait, 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 hold on. I'm, I'm dying. Thinking about the. I don't even know why I'm laughing so hard about vinaigrette. I just see it like. Yeah. I'm like picturing your eyes as the guy's like <laughs> drenching the sandwich vinaigrette, soaking yeah. all up into the bread, getting mushy, and like, oh. It's just like, <laughs> yeah, he's pouring that vinaigrette on like, uh, like salt bay. Basically, I'm just looking at him, mouth agape, like, just like, just staring at him as I grab the sandwich from him, staring him in the eye, not turning my head as I go to catch him. Oh, gosh. God. Yeah, but yeah, the paper system, I, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's just like, I don't, it's weird, crazy too, because I don't think I've ever seen it at any, any place in New York. Um, or anywhere. Period. Like I, I mean, I've only seen that at like. That's similar to how Meatball Shop does it when you order. Oh, you just check exactly. those boxes and give it back to them. Exactly. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. And yeah, this Meatball Shop has a lot of variations on like, you know, you can get. You want the four meatballs with okay, which type of meat and which type of sauce do you want? That's the thing. And there's a lot of different combinations you can have because they have like I don't know, five or six different types of meat to make the meatballs and about six different sauces. So that's what thirty six combinations. Yeah, they got a lot. And you can get the sandwich or you can get the naked balls and they have like oof. Yeah. But <clears throat> I do like that as opposed to the I also well when you order the deli sandwich, it's always better if you actually ordering it from the person that's making it is as, as opposed to, you know, you've got the order taker and then they shout the order on and then it's like, Oh, oh boy. God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know there's a, that is a lot of opportunity for miscommunication. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. So positive experience out in Seattle. I did have a trifling where, uh, there was a big connect four at a bar I was at and I asked, uh, I was on my own, um, wait for my buddy to show up and I asked some guys if they wanted to play and they turned me down pretty flatly. Uh, and, <laughs> and I, I expected them to be good. The reason I asked them is because they look like big nerds, they like huge nerds with sloppy t-shirts. And I expected that they would, they would, they would be glad to have. Uh, you thought you're just gonna roll over them in this Connect Four game? Because they they had been looking at the Connect Four, and you know I was looking at. So I like I okay, yeah, let's do round robin three of us. Oh, you want a round robin tournament? <laughs> quick, quick little tournament. <laughs> and they were like, no, and uh, and I was I was a little thrown by it, and then uh, the bartender. 
happened to walk by or, or some worker there happened to walk by and, and he's like yeah that doesn't even work it's broken because <laughs> he had overheard me <laughs> oh man yeah. that's good that is good <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of them wear, was wearing like a like a slovenly like Wolverine shirt or something too like <laughs> The least, least likely guy to turn me down for fucking Connect Four. He's wearing some some sandals with socks too. <laughs> Scratch this. You're like, oh, I got these guys. They will want to play. I know it. How could they deny this? It's, it's fucking oh. Connect Four, man. Like, it's great. It's big Connect Four. Oh man. I don't think I've ever. Have I ever done that? I, I, I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever played with someone I did not know. Like, I, uh, I guess the closest I came to that was playing against someone that was at a birthday party, but we were both there for the for the birthday party, right. and I didn't I didn't know her, but we played. So yeah, like, it wasn't like I just going up challenging randoms. I mean, like it, I got it, next, put down my <laughs> put down like my quarter. Like I got next. <laughs> I got winner. <laughs> There's only a few bars in, in New York that have these. Uh, they'll have like Big New York and sometimes Big Jenga too, which is fun. Oh, um, the Big Jenga is too loud though. When that shit crashes, yeah, oh. it crashes. It's loud. It can break stuff. Um, yeah. Big, yeah, Big Connect Four is safer. Um, but yeah, I'll tell you something though. When you lose in Big Connect Four, you feel like an idiot. <laughs> There's a lot of pressure. I was feeling a lot of pressure when I played that game. I was like, I can't lose. I was like, people watching me now. Like, there was a crowd formed when I was playing playing against this person yeah, at the birthday party. Because, I was like, oh, uh, the way uh, I guess, yeah, I see that because like it is like when you because you a lot of times it'll be like someone sneaking a, f a four on you and you yeah. can't see it, and so because it's, it's it's a lot to take in. Yeah, exactly. And you got to stand back, and a and a lot of and like if people are watching, everyone else will, will see it, and they'll kind of be looking to themselves, like, "Oh, does he see it? Does he see that he's about to lose? If he, like, why is he even questioning this move? It's so obvious that he's about to lose. Oh, he doesn't see it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great when he loses. I want to see this guy lose. <laughs> yeah, you feel like a fucking idiot when you lose that big Connect Four game. <laughs> Oh, gosh. But I, I won mine, thankfully. She came okay. in way overconfident. She was like, I've never less lost a Connect Four in my life. I just, I rolled my eyes immediately. I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <then>. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, wait. She said she, she came never, in hot. She's never she lost. Says, I'm undefeated. Lifetime undefeated. Like, she, hmm. She's never lost big Connect Four or Connect Four? No, period? any type of Connect Four. Oh, she's big, she's small, lying. all that. that. That's a lie. How do you? I know it. I know it's a lie. Unless you've only played once. <laughs> unless you've only played Before. once. Or unless you've just been like playing your little brother your whole life or something, playing against six year olds every time. Like, boom, got you, son. <laughs> like Ch Another like one. Ch Who's like next? Chappelle, Chappelle in that sketch where he's playing NBA Street with that, that kid. It's like a make a wish kid. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he's, 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 I think he has a line. He's like, oh, yeah, he does.
does. He says something like, as he's beating this kid in NBA Street uh, video game, he's like, fuck, fuck, talk about kids of the future. Fuck that. I'm the future. I'm the future. Oh, that's great. Oh. So, so you didn't get to play. Bottom no. line. And it turned out the, the Connect 4 was broken, too. So, uh, mm. like the slider thing at the bottom. Well, they should just take it away, then, if it's not I mean, working. They really should. If, if it's totally useless, like, just put it in the back. Yeah, then you just feel embarrassed when you go to play, and then it just keeps falling through until you put yeah. one down. Now, I'm not saying I, I did try to start playing by myself. Uh <laughs> to sort of entice these guys and like look how fun it is i didn't do that i did you, not you do didn't that. do that but i mean i've seen it i've heard about people doing that <laughs> right. kept falling through to the floor and i'm like oh wait no it's nasty uh oh man it's broken see okay can i join you guys are you guys x-men fans like uh <laughs> I, you see that new spider-man yet <laughs> Oh, God. oh let's, let's gross! That's good. <laughs> um, yeah. So I have no transition, so we'll just get into it. So um, <laughs> the NBA. I can't stop laughing today. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> oh okay. God! NBA. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, free agency. All, all the big moves. This has been one of the uh, all the all the big free agency moves have happened at this point uh, when recording. Uh, the most recent one being the, the Chris Paul uh, Russell Westbrook trade. So we have it's been a long time since we've done a, an in depth basketball discussion. Uh, so you know it's summers. Uh, succession hasn't started yet, uh, though. I, though the trailer for season two is out now. Uh, oh, I haven't seen it. I did see a trailer for that new show, like Gemstones or something. The other day, I was watching. Yeah, it's got your man in there. I know you don't like him. Um, I don't remember his name. The guy from Vice Principals and. Uh, oh, Danny McBride. Yeah. Uh, but John Goodman's in there too. Ugh. Wow, that's your John Goodman reaction. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I know you don't like Danny McBride, so you probably won't like it. But you, I still think you would like Vice Principals. It's called Gemstones? Yeah, they're like, um, uh, what do you call it? They basically, they like run a mega church. And it's the family, like John Goodman is like the... <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, see, see you laughing about that already. You know, you know you um, don't like I'm, it. No, I'm laughing at, I'm not laughing at it, I'm... That that is definitely my elitist uh, laugh. Oh, scoffing, scoffing, dismissive laugh. Sorry, I misread. I misread that laugh. Sorry. If you could see my face as I made it, I was looking definitely looking to the side. <laughs> um, yeah, but anyway, so succession has not started. So right. <clears throat> We can get into some, I, and I think, I mean, I guess they're, you know, teams are still able to trade between now and start of the season. I, I guess I, I don't know. I don't, I think, I don't even know all these rules. I think they can just keep trading until the trade deadline, which is what right around yeah. All Star break, right? Yeah, it's just with the big ones, they tend to do them all just in the before first the week, season, week or two. Yeah. 
Um, so anyway, let's let's just go through them one by one, like the five big ones. Um, and we can sort of like, you know, the, the Anthony, Anthony Davis one, the Kawhi Leonard one, uh, Phillies moves, uh, obviously Westbrook Hall, um, uh, but, but New Orleans, yeah, the Davis one involved New Orleans. Um, I think that's it. So maybe just, was that four that I just rattled off? Yeah, those are the four majors. That's five. That's four. Yeah. Was there another good one? Y, Philly, Westbrook. Um, you want to talk about uh, Durant and Kyrie? Oh, and Durant and Kyrie. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. So five. Um, yeah. So which? Let's start this off. Which? Now, okay, of these five, and the and the and all, so we'll say all the teams involved with them, so probably ten teams or more. Let's just start with this. Who is now? Who 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 do you pick coming out of the West? Who do you pick coming out of the East? And then I'll do that, and we'll uh, then we'll get into the individual ones. I'm okay. Hold Who's on. the West favorite? Who's the East um, favorite? Or if you want to take a look, I can do mine first. I'm gonna look at just look at these teams right. real quick. I mean, I, I'll say, um, I think uh, the West the West favorite's got to be um, the Clippers at this point. Um, I you really think, think so. I think what Kawhi did in Toronto, and I and yeah, I'm gonna give him the lion's share of the credit. Is it's I don't know if there's any if it's ever it's amazing what he did uh, being traded to a team. A team that he initially probably didn't want to go to out of any of them. I mean, Toronto, um, you know, they were a decent team or, or you know, great regular season team in the previous season. Um, but, you know, a middling playoff team since since their inception in the 90s. Yeah, I would agree. I think they didn't like they were always successful regular season and then just. Couldn't put it together. See, yeah. I think that what they backed is like a true superstar, dominant person like Kawhi. Yeah, yeah. And so they trade for Demar, and trade away Demar for Kawhi. But other than that, the team is pretty much. I guess the, the same. Siakam got better. I guess Siakam got he was better. Not, got, he was not that good. Yeah, and they got Gasol. But other like, it's crazy to just essentially add one player. And win a ring the, f- the first year. It's I crazy. was questioning that Gasol move too, but that really worked out. He's yeah. much better than I remember him being. And I, oh man, I w- really wish I remember this because I want to give him his proper credit. But like, there is like I listened to various sports podcasts, and somewhere along the way, I did hear. I think like in the middle of the, well, while the first round was going on, someone predicted that Toronto was going to win the whole thing, and I think it was someone on ESPN. But I ha- I haven't seen them take their victory lap, so I, it's it's hard for me to to remember who it was. But I was like I was really dubious. I was like, damn, this guy's going all the way out there picking Toronto. Yeah, and it was because it was Surprise. before the I think it was yeah it was before the Durant and Thompson injuries. It was wild. Um. So anyway, uh, yeah, Kawhi. Like, look, I know he's filed. So you've got the Clippers as one. Previous, he was Finals MVP previously, so right. everyone knows he's great. But he was coming off an injury too; like he hadn't played 
in a year and a half. And nobody even really knew the extent of his injury because he doesn't really talk. Yeah. And because, you know, you know, I have my feelings on that injury. The Spurs Spurs went down in my book the way they handled that that in the injury diagnosis. They and they've had issues with other players recently in terms of misdiagnoses. Uh, I think at least two others. Uh, I want to say Danny Green was one of them. He's having some issues there. Um, <clears throat> they have an issue there. It's a cheap team in a small market. Um, and I think that, that factored into it. Uh, I didn't, I lost a little bit of respect for pop. Um, mm. and just the overall structure, just the way they, there's like thinly veiled, like accusations that Kawhi was just like, you know, he's being lazy or like intentional. Like they rubbed me the wrong way. Um, anyway, uh, pop still seems like a, a decent guy, uh, as NBA coaches go, uh, stand in the van, blam, blam to you, man. That's still my number one. Uh, it's got a plan. Uh, but, um, where was I? So yes, I all that to say that given the, given the, the Clippers made it to the playoffs last year with no superstars, no stars, really. Um, I, I think, yeah, you add George and Kawhi and I don't, I don't see how they're not the favorite. You seem to, you otherwise i don't know if i think they're not the favorite but they're definitely up there in the top third two or three okay and, I, and then okay who's your pick for the west then if you have to pick one like <sighs> it's hard for me to go against lebron and anthony davis but that's like Denver is essentially returning the same team, and they were fucking good last year. Right. Well, what what benefit do you see? I mean, obviously Anthony Davis, or how do you see them playing? How do you see the Lakers playing with Davis? Well, actually, sorry. Let, let let's take <clears throat> that. Uh, we'll get that uh, get to the individual <laughs> breakdowns. So you so you don't so you're not sure. Okay, give me give me. I'm gonna three. go you don't, you don't I, if I if I'm if on. I'm giving three my top three out of the West. It's the two Los Angeles teams and the Nuggets. One of those threes is gonna win the championship. Actually. Oh oh wow. Let's fuck the East. Okay. Um, let's go. Well, Basically, let's, let's go to the the my East pick. Um, I gotta go with Philly. Um, Ugh. Uh, yeah, this team has just been rubbing me the wrong way since all of last year. I think I've, I've been texting you that during the playoffs. Like, I hate this team now. Is I don't like anything thing? about them. Yes, like everybody on there Embiid. starts with Ben Simmons and his face and 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 bead <laughs> and <laughs> his face. Yeah, yeah you um, you know it. You were you were going in on him oh. for a while. You know who he is in, in the. You know you've seen Ben Simmons out at night. Not that. Not like actual Ben Simmons, but you know who he is. Like. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, he definitely is. Has looks like a, a particular type that I've seen many times. Um, um, but yeah, so I'm picking them, and I'm picking them over Milwaukee. Um, because I think they're going to have a lot better chemistry with Horford essentially replacing Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler is, needs to be the man on whatever team he's going to be on in order to really um, 
really look. I like I like Jimmy Butler. Uh, he's got a really interesting backstory, but he uh, moved being being on moved to like three different teams in two three years. years. I think two years technically, depending on how you define years, either by you know NBA season or calendar years. And you know, I, I also oh yeah, like, he went right. He went Bulls, Timberwolves, like yeah, reputation, yeah. the whole idea of reputations, following people around. I, I don't necessarily like or buy into hundred percent, but I believe he's come out and said, uh, you know, look, I expect people to work as hard as I do, which is a little unrealistic. Um, but regardless, what? Him, what? How's it unrealistic? Because he. Well, because everyone works in their own way. It's not on him to judge other players' work work, work ethics. You're all in the NBA, so you all work hard. Um, and also, he... he look, I, I don't know. That That's like... It's the coach's job to do that, not his. I think in, in the NBA, in the professional, and the professional you know athletics level when you get there you're right everyone should have a certain self-motivation but i would say it's up to the teammates to hold each other accountable and somebody's not doing what they need to be doing somebody's gonna say something to them yeah i mean ideally and you know it's look it's all it's chemistry which you know you, you get say 15 players plus staff say 20 people you throw 20 people together there's going to be issues sometimes there's good chemistry sometimes there's not um, right I, I mean look having a co-worker who's not my boss bossing me around is going to rub me the wrong way you know I getcha I do sort of get yeah you know it, look it's different it's a different working style MBA is a very particular work environment, so it's, it's not exactly comparable to an office job. But um, I don't know. Like he's known as being a hard ass. Like that's the reputation. I don't necessarily buy it, but no, well, I guess I sort of do. I guess that is sort of what I'm implying. <laughs> that was that's, yeah. That's part of your whole argument right now. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, like I wish him well, and he's got his own team now, so we'll see, see how it goes. But I'm I'm picking Philly because I my whole, whole point is I think Horford is a better chemistry guy for this. Oh team. yeah, de- definitely. He's definitely. also seems like he's he's older, a little bit older now. He's got lots of experience, um, and he's he's by most accounts. Um, very good high basketball IQ whatever that means um, and you know they, look they have a great team so a, a step more experience they got their hearts broken Embiid was crying uh, Kawhi made Embiid and, and uh, Giannis cry apparently <laughs> the legend of Kai, I mean Kawhi it was just like blew the fuck up this year alright so who do you got in the East um I am going to stick with the Bucks, but like, don't sleep on the Pacers. 
Like if if Oladipo comes back and plays like he was playing before the injury, then he could right. be very good. And they still finished. I'm looking at like last year's standings. They still finished fifth in the East, which is like not great, but he was out like 70% of the year and they still finished fifth. Ooh, Oladipo was out 70% of the year? Is that right? I don't know. I thought it was just That's... the playoffs that he missed. No, he was out before the playoffs. I think he was out before All-Star break. Oh, wow. Okay, no, uh, you, you could be totally right. Um, I remember him being, I definitely remember him being out. Um, yeah, I mean, he's there. I have to, now I gotta look. He's the Pacers, you know, MVP. Um, so, yeah, you know, I got, I, I have just a, a sour taste in my mouth with the Pacers generally, just because of all the shit that LeBron went through with them, right. particularly with, um, what's his face, that fuck up dude, um, God, I like this is terrible. I was about to call him Langston Hughes. Lance, help me out. Stevenson. Yes. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, he was trifling as they come. Um, he was. He was good though. Like if you, if you could just like, just sort of enjoy it. It was good. Yeah. And just like look, they were they were a tough opponent for the Cavs for many years in the playoffs. Um, so it's hard for me to ever kind of like give them their props, but uh, yeah, they're good. I mean, look, they took the Cavs to uh, seven games. Uh, was that yeah the end of uh, twenty eighteen playoffs? Um, Dang. So this is saying. They're still uncertain about his return. No timetable for Oladipo's return. What's the, what's the injury? Hopefully December or January. When did he get injured? Wow. Um, <clears throat> that's a good question. It doesn't have it on here. Hmm. Um, okay, so you're saying? Milwaukee. I'm still. I'm gonna. I'm still saying box. Yeah. Okay. Um, with probably, um, you guys, I guess Philadelphia, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, I don't want to pick Philadelphia cause I, I don't do, like them, but I, I don't do, really see too many teams beating them. I do think they pay, they overpaid Tobias Harris cause they gave him close to a max uh, January January twenty third. So he played like till right around okay. like that's right around All Star break. About half the season, I guess. Right. Um, yeah, Tobias Harris was was better than I thought he was going to be too. I didn't. I guess I never really watched him. Like maybe that's because he was out in the West. We don't get too many West games. Yeah, but, um, he was a, he's he been was a journey better than too. I thought. How old is he? He was drafted in twenty eleven, I think. Hmm. Uh, he's he's been around a, a bunch of teams. Um, uh, do you know what? Just uh, this is totally off topic. My buddy in Seattle told me that you know Stephen Merchant, one of the co-creators of The Office. Oh, okay. You know who, who I'm talking about? Uh, I know the name. Yeah, so he's one of the co-creators of the, of the British Office. Um, you've probably seen his name in the credit. You see his name in the credits for the, the U.S. Office. He's also a co-creator of Lip Sync Battle. 
I don't know what that is. Lip sync battle started on the Fallon Tonight Show, where basically you celebrities come on, two celebrities come on, they they lip sync, they do like a battle, like a battle rap sort of thing, except lip syncing to a song and kind of okay. like. Like they dress up and shit. Yeah, they dress up like however much of a battle you can have with like, like comparable to like a like a break dancing battle, but just instead okay. of break dancing, they do lip syncing. Okay, you don't seem as interested in this as I was. I was just surprised that the Office dude was a co-creator. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently, the way the way they came up with it is, <laughs> um, John Krasinski from the U.S. Office played Jim. He was, yeah. He was going. He was going to be on Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show to do an appearance to, to something, and um, he asked Stephen Merchant, who's a, who's a comedian, he's a comedy writer, to help him come up with a bit to do on the show, which I think is a peek into the window of how these these like late shows work. I think celebrities probably, I, and this makes total sense now, like get comedy people they, to come on and like workshop bits with them that they then are like, okay, Jimmy, I'm gonna come on. I want to do this little bit that I workshop. Probably not all of them because you know, Fallon, Kimmel and them, they have st- comedy staffs as well that can pitch bits. But it was just weird that like, I mean, obviously John Krasinski has a connection to Stephen Merchant through the office. Maybe they're buddies, but he wanted to workshop a bit. The bit that they came up with was this lip sync battle thing. And then it just blew up. Fallon did it a number of times, and then they got their own spinoff TV show. Huh. So okay, okay. Kind of, I didn't know people came. I didn't. Uh, that's interesting. I didn't realize like people came with ideas for when they were going to be a guest on that show. Yeah. Well, I mean, Krasinski. I mean, he's a uh, like. He just you know he wrote or co-wrote Quiet Place, directed it. Like he is a like a yeah type of guy who wants control over this sort of stuff. So I totally see him doing it. Um, I believe he's direct, he's directed episodes of the office too, I believe. Um, so it makes sense. Probably not everyone. If everyone, if you just want to be an actor or whatever, like, yeah, like, or if you don't have the wherewithal or the connections to get like one of the most successful comedy writers to come just to your house to like workshop a bit, <laughs> you know, it's pretty, right. pretty rarefied air there. Um, and yeah, you can use this, the staff uh, um, that, that, the, that the Tonight Show has. Or Anyway, this is totally off topic. It was just my, my buddy told me this and I was like, what? Stephen Merchant? Okay, anyway. Okay, back back to the, well, back to the NBA. Um, so let, let's do the, 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 the big moves one by one. Let's start let's start in Brooklyn. Uh, as uh, you're a Brooklyn resident, I live very close to Brooklyn. Can look out my window and see it. Look at um, that. Uh, sort of, yeah. Uh, I think I actually can from my window. Um, so... Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'll take a look later and I'll put that in the show notes. Uh, yes or no. Um, so the key thing here is, uh, yeah, as, as had been rumored for a long time, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving are apparently actually friends. Not sure how that happened. Um, and they joined forces, uh, in Brooklyn, played for the Nets. Um, 
now, obviously, Kevin Durant is out with an Achilles. He probably will miss the entirety of next season. Um, but if he's expected to come back the following season, uh, they both signed four-year deals. Um, and uh, if he, when he comes back the following season, um, you know, even if he's at 80%, they'll likely be the favorite out of the East, even if he's at 50% shit. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, th- this upcoming season, you know, they'll have Kyrie, and he's essentially taking um, D'Angelo Russell's place uh, as a starting point guard. Um, Kyrie, known to be somewhat demanding himself, um, has expectations, was getting frustrated with the younger players in Boston. Um, I don't know. Do you see this as an up... As, uh, this is def- definite upgrade from D'Angelo Russell? Question mark? Um... Yes, he's definitely better than D'Angelo Russell. The, the question will be if it's really a good fit for them. Um, because D'Angelo was, well, I guess, kind of, yeah, they can do a lot of the same things. Yeah, I think it'll be, it's upgrade. I think it'll be yeah. good. I think it's good for them. And when Kevin Durant comes back, it's going to be even better. But, um, yeah, definite, definite upgrade for this team. I, they didn't take any steps back. They have basically the same team they just had two all-stars um so absolutely they should be um they should be much better let's see last year they were the sixth seed um maybe they'll be like a three seed four three or four this year i could see four being yeah being their floor um yeah they they, it you know they haven't had a star since God, I want to say Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett were on the team like at the tail end of their careers. Right. Um, God, that trade is all kinds of stupid um, <laughs> for the Nets. Uh, very smart for Boston. Uh, and uh, yeah, Kyrie, um, he's great, great upgrade. It's going to be really, I, I mean, they're, as far as championship, no. Definitely not next season, but the following season, yeah, yeah, not, yeah, possibility, distinct. Yeah, when Kevin Durant comes back, like, better watch out. It is interesting that they chose the Nets over the Knicks. Uh, This whole thing about the Knicks, like, I feel like even like the thing about the Knicks being, um, you know, the 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 place to go to or or whatever. This whole thing about the mecca of basketball. That's obviously been tired for a long time, um, but I think even the commentary now about how it, that stuff's dead is also getting tired. <laughs> <laughs> like they've been garbage for twenty years, and so yes, we know this. Everyone knows Dolan is an asshole who <laughs> kicks fans out and bans them just for the minor critiques uh, of <laughs> his. Uh, well, like. God, what is this guy? This guy, oh man. Yeah, I mean, he like. <clears throat> I think it all started. Let, let's go back to when. Well, you, famously, you. Uh, what? Oak, you Oak Dog. Oak? Yeah, you hung out with Oakley. Wasn't that 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 same night? Like before the, the, the day before. The day before. The, day before. <laughs> the next day, he's over there fighting. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, go back. Oh. Listeners can go back. Uh, you, if you do a Google search of this was podcast and Charles Oakley, you'll find the episode. 
where we talked about that. And it was funny because he was saying so much negative shit about Dolan. And then the next day he shows up at the game and starts <laughs> acting out. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. I mean, Dolan just seems like a, just like a, a petty asshole. He doesn't seem fucking evil. But he's in New York. Um, and so he gets a lot of attention. And he, I mean, people try. Like, there were... I don't even know who who put this billboard up or who sponsored it, but they were like I I remember because I I get off of the train um, around the garden to go to work, and there were like I saw some billboards like basically like advertising like Kevin Durant come to the Knicks. Oh really? You know? Yeah, oh. but it hasn't worked. I think since lebron's initial free agency exactly. he was yeah. the first one that didn't come and then it was just like nobody was interested yeah there there and i remember that time it was in 2010 there was like people felt that there was a legitimate chance that he might choose the knicks and i think right he took meetings with them if i believe uh so there so there was uh, a legitimate chance um but yeah that that's like the last time i mean look they've been they're horribly mismanaged and so these NBA players and their and their agents are smart there's no fucking reason to go to the Knicks until yeah. they get cracked together and I didn't realize they were so the, bad the Knicks, last year the Knicks need to demonstrate that to 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 the players not you know not vice versa it's not like they the onus is on the Knicks to, to get their act together and then people can start considering it's like you know it's like it's like a fucking bad boyfriend who's like you've broken up with them and then like uh and I, i'm framing it this way because i've been on <laughs> look i'll say it, i've been that bad boyfriend and i've been broken up with just, totally justified and like you know you, you might still be in touch with them but like you know the onus is on is on the boy, bad boyfriend to so show that they can shape up and and you know make try to put an effort into making things work uh before you know the person should should give them another chance girlfriend um wow that <laughs> that took a turn i might edit that out um I mean, it's been I wasn't a while expecting since, to go in. It's been a while since I had a breakup too. I don't know why I'm thinking about this, but anyway, point is, <laughs> fuck the Knicks and Dolan. Oakley was right. And, uh, in any case, okay, but yeah, so they chose the Nets, which look again, look the Nets were in bad shape, you know, in the aftermath of the Pierce Garnett thing. Um, they they righted the ship. And they got to the playoffs. They had an all-star last year in Indiana. Yeah, I mean that. Uh, who I will say, OHIO. Thank you very much. Uh, so, sorry, go ahead. Uh, they're gonna need some of these young guys to get it together, like because that's all they have. They're Which, very young team, so they they are have. You saying they got some knuckleheads or what? No, I mean just like start putting like putting it together on the court. Right. That's what like because the Nets they had these older guys, but now they're they're pretty young core and these they've all improved as the as the as they've gone along in the NBA and they all just came together and were like they were really fun to watch last year. 
Yeah. And the Knicks, the Knicks are not fun. You wouldn't say that. You could not describe the Knicks team as fun to watch. Like I, confusing, I, frustrating. I certainly definitely. Watched, I watched zero Knicks games last year, and I'll may watch one just because of Barrett. I watched uh, several, and you know what it felt like. Actually, this is before I watched some regular season games, and I was like, first of all, I said, "Who are these players?" I know, I only recognize like one person, and I was like, "They were they just had like." I don't even, this doesn't even make sense. I don't know, maybe it will make sense. But they all just had like such regular names. Like, <laughs> I was like, who are, who are these guys? That's great. Yeah, if you're looking at a box score or whatever, at least like a, you know, a, like a foreign name or like an, an interesting <laughs> name will stand out. It helps you remember them. Right. Oh man! But now look at the ro- like their Kevin roster Knox. is not bad. They like Kevin Knox is is decent. Like they have some good young players. They just they all got to pull it together. They're I don't know. I'm not confident that they are, but they got some right. decent young guys on the team. We'll um, see. Okay. Well, let's move on to Philly. Let's we can go east. Six four one eighty five. What? What? Who? Alfred Payton. That's a new one. Oh, he, that's you know, so I, skinny. I picked him in fantasy one year. Um, <sighs> he was no, he was getting good stats because he was on the Magic. Right. Um. Yeah, he was the dude with the hair. Yeah. Uh, for at least one season he was getting some good stats. Um, he was a good pickup. Uh, let's let's move. Let's head westward to Philadelphia. Um, already talked, well, I guess we already talked about them a little bit. They they lost um, Jimmy Butler, uh, picked up uh, Al Horford, who I uh, I mean again I I will hesitate to give him cred the credit he deserves only because he was on that Florida team that beat Ohio State. 2007 in the tournament. Oh damn, that fucking team! That, that dance. He was he yeah. was signing uh, Joakim Noah's dance. He was. So he was smiling. So you know, there's uh, that's always going to stick with me. I can, I'm picturing it really vividly right now. Um, but he seems like a good guy, um, and he's certainly a good player. And and you know, not as good as Jimmy Butler, even though they do different things. But I, I think he'll, at the very least, keep them where they were. I think Ben Simmons and Embiid are going to get better. Uh, you know, they're one year better. Uh, they're going to be. They're going to come in with a chip on their shoulder. I think those regular season games against the Bucks are going to be great. I'm looking forward to those. Yeah, those should be really good. Um. Yeah, they. Uh, you know, they sort of kept pace. Their their salary. I think I mean they got Simmons and under the oh no they just offered Simmons an extension at the max. I don't know if he's taken it yet, but he almost certainly will because he's still on the rookie scale um, contract. So yeah, he'll almost certainly take that. So their their salary is, is going to be real high, probably over the cap. They're going to be in danger of the repeater uh, luxury tax, which is very punitive. 
Um, man, that repeater tax in the in the is it how like is it after one so, two years in a row or how many years? You, yeah, if you do two consecutive seasons over the cap, so there's the cap, and then there's an additional little wiggle room that I believe they call the apron. Uh, but if you're over that two consecutive years, then you're fined. So the, so the tax bill is a dollar for dollar. So if you're over by $20 million, you, you owe $20 million in tax. But gotcha. if you're in the repeater, I think it is like doubled. So you would then owe $40 million. And then I think if you go a third year, it like goes up by a factor of like like two like four so it's like i i these numbers are rough but it it then becomes like crazy punitive and like i think the only people who paid that were like prokhorov uh, when he owned the uh, the nets and, and i think that was when they got garnett and pierce and like they the, there's been like and, and also dan gilbert um owner of the Cavs. i think some of those seasons those recent seasons that lebron was there was paying like luxury tax bills of 100 million or more wow um, I think OKC, no, I think they were, there's a chance they were going to have to this year, but if they get rid of Chris Paul, they probably won't, but we'll, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think we've covered the Philly, unless you have anything else. Uh, no, I don't have anything else in Philly. Okay, well, let's let's move westward to Oklahoma City. Uh, traded, this, this one was really surprising. This one came in Thursday night. Um, they traded Chris, traded Russell Wilson to Houston, received Chris Paul and some picks from Houston, although they're protected. Um, allegedly, Chris Paul and uh, James Harden wouldn't get, weren't getting along that well. It is James Harden's team, so not surprising they shipped him out. It, it I initially thought, okay, well, they didn't, OKC didn't help themselves salary wise. Uh, since they make they did the not same. right, but the word is they're probably gonna try to trade Chris Paul. Yeah, I saw that today. They were talking about that. It seems like since there was talk of Westbrook going to Miami, that sort of indicates that Miami is willing to pay. I mean, it's it's super expensive. Um, it seems like they could only trade to – the only places I think they could trade would be Miami, the Lakers, who I think would overpay for Paul. So that's, you know, LeBron. Banana oh, boat. Oh, you Banana like boat, boys. Yo, if they – if all of a sudden they sign Melo and Chris Paul, <laughs> the banana the banana boat happen. boys all together. It's going to happen. No, wait. They, they'd be missing – Wait, who are we missing? Oh, yeah, Dwayne Powell. Wow. So. Yeah. Three fourths um, of the banana boat. So Lakers, so Miami Lakers or the Knicks. I mean, then look, the Knicks would pay for them. They got the Ugh. money. Nah, I don't, don't, I don't even know where he. I don't think so. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, they shouldn't certainly because they, they should have, not. And they uh, honestly, up. they've been yeah, like they've been making like. They have an opportunity to kind of smart moves. Yeah, They've been making they're, they're like holding on to their picks. Like yeah. this is old old Knicks, like say twenty ten to to twenty to whenever Phil Jackson left. Uh, they probably would have done it in a heartbeat if they got offered new Knicks. I don't know who their new GM is, but 
I, I, I don't think know. they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna do that deal. If I they they weren't even gonna offer, if they were planning on not offering Kevin Durant the max deal, then they're not doing anything to get Chris Paul. Yeah. Oh yeah, Kev didn't want to offer. Well, that was like that came out like they wouldn't have offered it to him, but they never. Yeah, got they don't. In the first place, so it's just sour right. grapes. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, well, we we didn't want to offer you the max anyway. Yeah, how exactly. about that? <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, well, you know, if, if you okay, even if you wanted to take me back, I've already moved on to an, another. I'm seeing another girl, and she's in, she's where she's okay. <laughs> <laughs> what you going with this? <laughs> keep keep going. Yeah, no, no. She's in Canada now, but she's, you know, she lives there. It's okay. She's coming. Uh, anyway. Uh, hmm. Um. So yeah. So what? What do you think about OKC? So they're OKC. Are they just going to bottom out? They have like 30, 30 first round picks in the next. That's what I was about to say. They have essentially just pressed the reset button. They're like, all right, once I think once they agreed to the Paul George getting rid of him, then they're like, fuck it, we might as well just go all the way. If he wants out, we're kicking everybody out because they got a ton of picks for him too. Yeah. So I I don't think the. Yeah, it doesn't make sense money-wise to keep him, but like it doesn't necessarily hurt just to have him play. How many years he got left? He got like three or four years, right? Who? Chris Paul, like three years left on that contract? Uh, yeah, I think he has four left. Yeah, I mean, I don't see him spending all, Chris Paul? all four years there. I don't think that's happening. I think, yeah, I think they got it. I mean, they might, I think they want to trade him. I, don't, I think they're not necessarily going to be able to. I think yeah. that would be the only reason he, he plays at the start of the season for OKC. Um, yeah, I don't think they're going to find too many takers. Like maybe maybe like a borderline contender that could use someone like him. But like he didn't even do that much last year. In the playoffs, like, like he was non-existent. He was a non-factor this year, which was, which was odd. Um. Yeah, and then as far as Houston, people keep playing up the, um, you know, the the, the reunion of uh, I, I almost said reunition, uh, Ooh, the reunion, reunition. Of, <laughs> the reunion of Harden and um, and Westbrook, but they haven't played together since 2012. Now that was a great team, but you know, big caveat there being uh, Kevin Durant was on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows what kind of chemistry it's been seven years since they played together and That's i never got saying they were friends or anything like that i mean i'm sure i guess they they're still cool but like yeah like the thing is durant or no harden i don't even think he started every he didn't not back then or at all so, he was the sixth man so he's like his playing style has changed a lot in seven years and we all know about russell westbrook like he his playing style, like, I don't know. I don't know how this is a fit. I don't know either. That's what I'm, like, really concerned about, how how he's going to fit in with that offensive style that D'Antoni has. Like, because Russell Westbrook 
maybe he can play without the ball, but he hasn't really shown that. He shows, like, historically, he needs the ball in his hands a lot. And the way Houston plays, James Harden has the ball a lot. So, I mean, <laughs> and there's only one ball, so. I guess. <laughs> Yeah. Oh man! Imagine so James I think two balls, be, James Harden, and that Westbrook would, play. That would be insane. I can see Westbrook going over to James Harden, swatting taking his, his ball, ball. Away. <laughs> or, or taking it. Yeah, dribbling both balls, trying to look Give sweet. Give me that too. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the fire starters. Oh, dribbling two balls around. Dang that! Imagine I'd be all. Oh, that would be good. Trying to do some kind of like double alley oop to himself with two balls. <laughs> uh, it could, I mean, it could work, I guess, but that's just not how they play. But unless they change their style, I don't know, man. I mean, I'd say he, he, like, I, I believe the reports about animosity between Harden and, and Paul, so it's probably better to play with Westbrook, like, from Harden's point of view. It's Westbrook is probably better than Paul. Like, even if they're just like, because they need they need someone if they get rid of Paul. Clearly, I mean the J. Well, James Harden got to Game Seven in the Western Conference Finals without uh huh yeah Paul or um was that without Chris Paul? Yeah, because he was injured. Well, he was injured, uh, but he was he was, that was when he was still good. Right. Well, I'm not saying he's bad, but he was—he definitely played better back then. Yeah, I've—I've I've been look. I actually was taking a look at comparing uh, Westbrook's uh, uh, stats over the last couple of seasons to Chris Paul's. Um, the big, the big discrepancy, which is really weird, is um, Russell Westbrook's free uh, free throw percentage. Yeah, has, has gone down like 20 points in two seasons. Yeah, it was that was very strange. I was actually talking to um our friend last night about that and i was like right. his percentages went really down the strangest one was the free throw percentage because he was i don't know i would have to look now but he'd always been like low to mid 80s and then yeah. all of a sudden last year he was like 60 some percent if you it didn't with your didn't make any sense what, what does that make, what is that that's all that? mental like i don't i uh. didn't watch a lot and so i don't know if his mechanics changed but like for your free throws, for him to like be have, I would have to look up his career average. But I'm like almost positive his career average was low 80s, right? Um, and then yeah, you go, well, like you go from that career average low 80s, and one year all of a sudden you're shooting like 65 percent. Like that's all mental, unless his mechanics changed that much. But they probably didn't. There'd be no reason to change your mechanics. Right. Oh no, he. Uh, Two seasons ago, he was in the 80s, and and yeah, I believe that is roughly is, is what he had been basically all the years before that. But yeah, it fell off a cliff. Um, I was looking at their. I mean, he has two. He has a triple double season last season. Uh, right, two years in a row, right? Yeah. So so yeah. But as far as field goal percentage, Chris Paul is slightly higher, and has been consistently. Uh, yeah. Last last season. Westbrook's field goal percentage was slightly higher than Chris Paul's. Oh, really? Slightly, um, but Chris Paul has been way more consistent. Three-point shooting has been Chris Paul has been Ooh. substantially better. Yeah, I know Russell's uh, was disgusting last year. Um, and then everything else. I mean, Chris Paul doesn't average triple double, but and his 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 points are are quite a bit lower. But 
So, I mean, you factor all that together. If you want to throw out the free throw stuff for a second, they're pretty comparable. Yes, however, with, with Chris Paul being I, a better shooter, basically, that would he be is a better shooter. Even though this guy Russell has the better, um, probably like averages. That also, I think, is a product of his like extreme usage rate. He, he was like always had the ball. He was always involved, you know, and he he was able to put up a lot of shots. He's not going to have all those shots that he used to get. So he's yeah. like something's going to have to change. They could. I mean, there's no denying that he's an incredible player. He's still very good. I just don't know how well his style meshes matches with that team. Yeah. Okay, well let's um let's move on to uh LA. If that's all right with you. That's fine. I I agree. Um and we sorry, I I was looking at my phone. This group chat is blown up. Oh, I thought you were looking at this Wimbledon final. Well, it is about Wimbledon, so <laughs> it is about ah. the final. Um, so, yeah, okay. No, I got to get back in the game here. Talking about Brooklyn Nets players needing to get back in the game. All right. Um, so, you seem to think that uh, the Anthony Davis addition to the Lakers, even despite the fact that, what, they still only have five players signed officially? <laughs> I think so, they have uh, more than that now. They probably do, yeah. Um, I don't know, yeah, so what, what, why is, what is Davis's impact going to be as, as you see it? What it? Why is um, it so huge, so monumental? He, when healthy, he is, like, almost unstoppable. Like, he's a top three player in the league easily mm. when he's healthy. Um and then him and LeBron together, like, it's just, like, nobody's going to be able, it, it, he's a hard matchup anyway, right? Like, nobody has, time, yeah. yeah, there's not a lot of people that could match up one-on-one. And then you're adding LeBron to that team, so it's just, you have to worry about both of them all the time. Like, KD, he's big. I mean, KD, AD, he's big. He, he's quick. He, like, he can take other big men off the dribble. He can post you up. Like, he can, he's very versatile. And he's a great defender. And the Lakers' defense was terrible last year, too. So he'll help out down low tremendously on, on the defensive end. And it's just like, I don't even know who played big man for them. He's, he, I mean, he's an upgrade on any team, any big man you have. Anthony Davis was, is an upgrade. Um, was it JaVale? Ugh. And JaVale is okay. So I'm looking at Davis's stats from last season. So he's 25 and 12 with four assists, 1.6 steals, mm-hmm. and then 2.4 blocks. That's what I'm saying, man. Shooting a free throw at 80%, which is amazing for a big man. Um, the thing that stands out to me, though, is he hasn't played in his one, two, three, four, five, six, seven season career. He's never played all 82 games. Uh, huh. The close, closest he's come is 75 games. Last season, he only played 56. 
Um, yeah, they, last season that's a, like a combo though, combo injury and like essentially just sitting out. True. Yeah, the sit the sit out because of the trade request. Yeah. Okay. That, that's fair. yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's a big man. He's seven foot or closer, close to it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's always going to be concerns there. And, you know, I think, yeah, that's part of the reason why there's just the new style, the new priority of this, you know, small ball across the NBA is, uh, it's gotta be at least in part because big men are injury prone. It's just, it's just the way it is. They are. It's just, you know, it's a big body moving, like running up and down the court. Like, like once those injuries start, I'd have to look back at what his injuries are. I mean, I think I'd have to look. The I believe the positive thing about his injuries is that they're mainly like upper body injuries. Okay. Which is helpful for a big man. Because, yeah. But once those lower, you know, once you get the foot, the knee, all that ties into each other. You injure a foot and then like you start walking funny you start moving a little differently the next thing you know like your hip or your knee is hurting and then like it can just you know then you just this big chain reaction that's why i'm still on the fence about joel Embiid. like i don't know man yeah i don't know how long that guy's gonna last yeah he it's all been all like his feet and knees i believe exactly and his back and his back like man um look davis is great I like the kid, um, but he. Uh, that's why I'm iffy on on the Lakers. I think, you know, they. Who do they get as far as pieces? Um, they got Demarcus Cousins. Okay, that that's decent. As a, he's not going to be starting though. I can't imagine. He can't do the minutes. Um, yeah, he's another. See, he's another big man that had those injury problems. He and he he can't get right now. Yeah. Um, actually, let me look at. Davis's minutes. So okay, so he's still in the mid thirties as far as minutes average. So that's yeah. Good. This team is see now. Now you got me looking at the roster. This team is not that good. <laughs> Who else did they get? They got Jared Dudley, Danny Green, Dudley. This was uh, it like Jesus Marrow had a joke about like Jared Dudley looked like Marrow on a diet or something, or like <laughs> or they might have no knowing them they probably said like. Marrow with like some disease or something. I, I don't want to go down that road. Lance, Lance is still around. He's still on the. God. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's. I mean, that's my thing. Is like they needed something else, and I, I will say they haven't gotten it yet. I, they might get it, but Quinn Cook is interesting, and it's this Avery Bradley signing. I think was good for them. I'm looking at him now. He'll definitely help with their perimeter defense because their their defense was so bad last year. Right. So you've got Rondo out there playing good D. Is Avery. Is Rondo going to start? He's going to start. I, I don't know. That's a good question. What the starting have? lineup is going to be? Quinn Cook could possibly start for them. I mean, oh, you're looking at the starting lineup no, of LeBron. You know I heard. I Kyle actually saw. Kuzma. I only read. I only read the headline, but they said that LeBron was going to start at point guard. So you've got... Did you hear that? I could, uh, no, until right now. But he already kind of plays point guard, I guess. But Well, yeah. 
you've got LeBron, Kyle Kuzma, Anthony Davis, and then you're filling in two other slots. I don't know who else you want to start. Wow. These salaries, it's so crazy to look huh. at these salaries. Anthony Davis, $25 million. LeBron, $35 million. Yeah. Kyle Kuzma, one point six. But they'll, I, I don't know. I think just the combination of those two makes them automatically, automatically much better than last year. Um, will they be able to put it together and like pull off the championship? The more we talk about it, the more I like the Clippers. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's move over to them. Um, I mean, like I was saying, they have a they have a team of. Um, you know, misfit toys, and they made it to the playoffs as the eighth seed. Uh, I like their roster, man. That's, a bunch of people working hard, working hard ass people. Yeah, you know? uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, despite my earlier allusion to not liking hardworking <laughs> uh, <laughs> workers, uh, I do. I do like. I'm pretty clear that I like Jimmy Butler. Uh, Definitely would never want to work with him. But uh, look, I'll, I'll credit a lot of Clippers' success to Doc Rivers too. And you know, I mean, he's been an excellent coach for a long time. Um, but yeah, they, they didn't have any any. Did they even have any All Stars? Um, I mean, I, mean, I don't have, think so. Like, they have interestingly, they had two two nominees for Sixth Man of the Year. Who was the other one besides Lou? It was Lou, and uh, if you want to vamp a little bit, I can look it up. This team, I mean, this is essentially the same team. They added, I mean, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. I don't. Oh yeah, that's all. Just Kawhi Leonard and Paul Paul George. And Zubac was Zubac there last year? I don't know if he was there or not. But. Okay, this here we go. Good. Six man. Six man. Six they man. might. Mm, this team might be the favorite. That's what I'm saying. Six Maybe man. Of okay, so Lou Williams Harkless. won. Montrez Harrell was the other nominee. Oh, I thought he started. He might have. No, I mean, if he's a nominee oh, for six no. man, then. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I just said that absentmindedly. That's just. <laughs> I thought he was a starter. (laughs) I didn't realize that. Maybe in in some games? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Okay. But this team, this team's going to be good. Uh, Yeah, and that's, look, my my analysis isn't that scientific. It's just they made the playoffs (laughs) with a a basic, uh, basic team last year, and now they added probably the best player in the league, and then a guy who was an MVP candidate last year. Right. I mean, this is, they, <laughs> I mean, like, geez, geez Louise. This is essentially exactly what Brooklyn did, right? They did, like, yeah, they yeah. didn't yeah, change yeah, their that, core. They didn't really change point. much. They just, like, added two All-Stars and two Finals MVPs. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. like, so there's no way this team is getting worse. Yeah, this team could be real good. Oh shit, we gotta look into some tickets right now. We gotta... <laughs> <laughs> for when they come. Oh, for when they come to yeah. play Brooklyn. 
You know what That's I saw, good, by, the, by the way, like Brooklyn's attendance was still pretty terrible last year, even though they were really fun to watch. And the Knicks were selling out fucking Garden, even though they won 17 games. Yeah, that's the thing. Like they, um, they, they, I don't, yeah, the Knicks have sold out. I think their sellout record is like runs back probably like 30 years or something. Probably since they got yeah. viewing. I would they bet. are still very, very profitable. Yeah, when well, when Durant starts playing, like that—that's you know, it's going to be impossible to get Nets tickets. Oh, for for sure. When they yeah, when Durant is back, you're not going to be able to get those tickets anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's look into the, the clip. Clippers, Clippers Nets next season might might be doable. Or Lakers Nets. There's so many teams that I want to watch now. This NBA season is going to be intense. Yeah. Fantasy I don't even know what I'm going to do with my fantasy. Yeah, both of us <laughs> immediately went to fantasy. We got to yeah. take we got to take down that man out west. He's been yeah. talking a whole lot already. Oh, oh he's my. talking so much shit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, did he? He said. I think. I think he said he's going to draft Zion first. Because he's been, he did. He's, he's been high on him, so I'm, I may. Have That's his team that. now, right? That's his team. That's what we've been talking about. I don't I believe guess. that. Yeah, the Pelicans are his team, quote unquote. <laughs> he's gonna watch like two games. <laughs> Although I did watch, we did actually when I was out there, we did watch. You the watched summer some summer league. league. The Knicks, uh, Knicks Pelicans game. We watched. Zion got injured, of course. <laughs> he's gonna stay injured. I'm, he's gonna be injured all the time. I feel. Oh, oh, that's yours. That's his what you're body, going yeah, with. You're going with that his, theory. His body shape and weight and position. Some something's gonna go wrong in that that whole combination. Oh, you're going for his the whole just his style. <laughs> it's his combination. The position he plays, style of play, and the weight and his just body shape. Huh. Something's gonna go wrong in, in all that mix. That's what I. That's my crystal ball p- prediction. I like that. Should I have a crystal ball prediction yes. too for somebody? Yes. Let's, let's. <laughs> 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 um, my crystal ball prediction hmm, will be that the Warriors will be a five seed at best. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. That's yeah. That's hot. Hot take. Five seed at best. So you. I'm yeah. Testing. You got Clippers, Lakers, Nuggets, and Houston. Utah. Utah or Utah and Houston. Ah. Um. Well, they still. Yeah, oh, that's right. Because because Thompson's going to be out most of the season. Yeah. I don't think he comes factor? back unless unless they're like. I think it depends how their season goes. If if they're just like they're on the verge of elimination, he comes back. Yeah, or, if they're obviously like it's just not their year, I think he just sits out the whole year. Oh, so if they're on the verge of elimination, they just shut it down for the season. Yeah, that I think good. so. They could probably use the rest. I think Draymond's contract's coming up though. Oh, contract year Draymond, huh? Oh, that's oh shit! That's right, yeah. So and these be, guys, he's gonna, he's gonna be playing hard all year. 
But you know what? That I mean, and Portland could be ahead of them too because they've been the what the three seed for the past like four years, whatever. Um, I don't know about that, maybe. But and they, they got back. like they their center coming back, and now they got their center coming back, and they got contract year Whiteside. Hassan Whiteside has been known to be a beast in the contract year. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Whiteside went to Portland. Yeah. For who? Contract year Whiteside, not just regular Whiteside. <laughs> who did they trade with Miami? I don't even know what they did, but they got they got rid of Harkless and I think maybe Aminu too. Oh shit! I didn't see any of that. Yeah. Okay. Contract year Whiteside. Yeah. Oh yeah. He's a death. <laughs> 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 He's, he's like, uh-oh, time to wake up and yeah. play serious all yeah, year. They, Portland better take advantage this year then because uh, the next <laughs> following season, shout out to Martin, shout out to Tommy. Uh, okay, well, I'm, getting, I'm OD and I'm basketball here. We got we to gotta move on. <laughs> OD and I'm basketball. <sighs> I got I a and I got an Oreos uh, sandwich cookie in, in the freezer. Ice cream sandwich cookie uh, that uh, that I'm I keep thinking about. I'm really looking forward to eating it when we're done recording. Mm. Yeah. What kind of ice cream is it? It's cookies and cream ice cream between two with Oreos. Oh yeah, I've seen that. That's a good one. That's a good sandwich. Yeah, very good dessert. Excellent choice. Yeah, I'm gonna take my lactate with that one. <laughs> Okay, that's a good transition. As good as you're going to get, listeners. Uh, let's just do really quick. Uh, we talked about it last episode. Uh, Netflix exclusive film, I Am Mother, um, which you watched in full, and I watched uh, a breakdown on the Found Flicks YouTube channel, uh, which is about a 20-minute breakdown by uh, some movie nerd who basically just hits the, the key points so you do miss or i did miss a, a lot of the nuance you know that goes into making a, a full movie watching experience but i just didn't have the time to do it and so this was a good good surrogate for that um i will say it looked like the the build-up and like the first half looked like it probably went really slow and that was another reason why I was I was sort of on the fence about watching it all the way through, but it looks like the last quarter of it was probably really interesting. Which was what when she when Jennifer Garner showed up. Um. Well, that was. Um, I think she showed up a little bit before the end of that. That's Hillary Swank. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Jennifer Garner. Damn. Uh, oh, my bad, Hillary Swank. Yeah, it's okay. Um, yeah, it's like, I guess, well, how many, when did she show up? Like, how many minutes were left after she showed up? I think it was about, I think she came in about halfway. Yeah, okay. So, I don't know, what, what's, why don't you go first since you watched the whole thing? Um, you're, you know, your depiction is not entirely inaccurate. It was a little slow. Before that, I found myself, you know, wandering. Um, <laughs> looking, at your, looking at your phone. <laughs> exactly. But um, I did have to go back and rewind a couple of times. Like, wait, wait, wait what just happened? Because I wasn't <laughs> paying attention. Um, but I, I like the, I guess I like the idea of it. 
Um, and now I think I read some stuff about it afterwards and then maybe I like it a little better now. But when I first saw it, I was like, I think I get what happened. Um, overall, it's, it was definitely worth a watch. It was good. I liked the performance. The girl was good. Um, I don't know her name. I probably messed it up anyway. But um, she was a good actress. Um, the special effects were believable. Like the robots looks pretty good. Right. Um, and it, it like the story made sense to me. It was good. Gener- Dang, Hillary Swank. <laughs> Hillary Swank was pretty good. Um, there was like a there was the twist at the end. I guess I, I don't know. We're gonna they gave it away in your in yeah. your in your thing. Yeah, yeah. We we can get into all the spoilers. I mean, there was there were some there were some things like you know she started figuring shit out. Um, I don't know the character's name, but. The daughter. daughter. Oh, well, no daughter, I guess. Daughter, daughter started figuring out that she well, wasn't, you know, she wasn't the first one that was grown, or I don't know what you want to say, the right. first human being that they that they grew. Um, they just going through different versions, trying to get the best one. I guess you have to pass. You know, she has to take all these different exams, these yearly exams, which are um, like. There's like there's a lot of philosophical questions on the exam, um, and then it's also I guess you know like concrete things as well. But it looks like they're they really want someone or the machines, the artificial intelligence, really just wants like a human being that is thinking about the greater good of everyone, the survival of the group, and not just you know right. themselves. Yeah, yeah, it's robot trying to create a perfect culture I, I essentially like the robots took over killed everyone um <laughs> they and did and then they want to for some reason which doesn't really make sense given human nature they still want to repopulate the world with humans but only with humans that are really moral essentially and so so they 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 say they started out by saying this is day one after humans were wiped out, and then they jump ahead to day th- thirteen thousand or something, which apparently is about uh, thirty-seven years. Yeah, you know, so, I I completely missed that. I had to go back. <laughs> and I was like, wait a second. Yeah. yeah. So basically, the main the main plot twist is that Hillary Swank's character was actually the first one. The 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 daughter that we follow throughout most of the movie is the third one. Uh, Hilary Swank was the first and she was allowed to escape and go there so that she could later serve as a test for daughter. Yeah. But where did she come up with those stories though? Just, she came up with the stories to entice daughter to come out. Oh, that's right. Cause it was all fake. It was all right. When, when she got out there, she was like, I made everything up. And then it was really lonely. And, and the second test case didn't pass the test so mother uh killed her yeah yeah fried her up yeah so fuck those robots is what i'm saying like i feel like i would have had more compassion for mother if i had watched the whole thing but seriously fuck them uh Mm. if you're gonna take take out the humans because like it's it's inevitable you can't just if you're gonna just allow humans to breed and process and like repopulate it's gonna happen again this is just we're violent so you can get all the best moral ones 
you, you can find, but you know, eventually a scenario, an unexpected scenario is going to come up and it's going to go the same way because there's something innate to us that just makes us selfish and violent. I'm a little bit on my soapbox here. Yeah, here you go. Keep going. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's clear. Like, we're hierarchical. We crave power. Um, and, res- and we have a need for particular resources. And the, all the, put all those together, like you put together Zion stuff, it's a recipe for, for disaster always. Luckily, civilization as we have it now is pretty good means of uh, ameliorating that to a degree. But it's not perfect. Uh, it does seem inevitable. Just look at global warming. It's it's a recipe for disaster. Like people don't seem to think about the knock-on effects with global warming, where at, which is that okay, America will be cool, great. No, we're fine. Fuck everybody. But other people are going to be like, well, I don't want to live here anymore. They're going to go to where they need to go, where they can actually live because they don't want to die they don't want to just sit down and die because america doesn't want to give up the resources they're going to try to live you shouldn't be surprised by that and so yes it will affect everything everything is connected this is why i'm thinking about getting a tattoo of a circle because everything's connected and everything you're gonna get a tattoo of a circle yes let's talk about this where as a symbol for everything being connected that's the key part um i don't know maybe on my shoulder maybe over my heart i don't know yeah symbolic thing you know why not go full full bore symbolic how long have you been thinking about this uh past couple years huh it's the first i ever heard it you've been keeping that to yourself huh (laughs) i don't know it doesn't come up that often you know and it's like how big um maybe about four inch diameter okay so it's like a simple like a simple thin line clean circle all right um but yeah so my my point is (laughs) your plan (laughs) of just they took out the humans because they were too violent and then their plan is to just repopulate with more humans what yeah like when you when you think about that part you're like well how did that work but like you said they have this i i don't see why the robots the i the ai feels the need to have humans in the first place but if they want them they want to make a i guess they ai gets bored too it's like i need to be doing something yeah (laughs) make some people uh, (laughs) that uh found flicks dude his take was that um it's an acknowledgement that they were created by humans. Like they're aware of that. And it's some sort of sympathy towards their create creator. Oh, okay. Um, I can get down with that. I mean, I guess if you have perf- like, I don't know, it's weird to have a to conceptualize AI with human emotions. Um, because it seems like human emotion just gets in the way of, perfect computation and logic yeah sort of yeah they're sort of diametrically opposed not always but a lot of the time so it seems like you would want to just get rid of any sort of human or humanoid emotion i don't know no that that makes sense but i guess that's what maybe they were trying to do was sort of i don't know show that the 
Yeah, it was weird because it was like, well, what do you what are you trying to say that we can't trust each other? Because they showed this like broken version that tricked her to come out and live right. in this terrible ass wasteland. <laughs> She's like, well, I'm I'm gonna go back. So it, well, you can I, chill was, out here in your fucking oh, container right. home. He left her. <laughs> yeah. Mean, yeah. So I saw. So they only showed like still images in this YouTube breakdown. So was was it like like I saw some cornfield thing? Yeah. So according to Hillary Swank, like the, that had just that just started. Like she's like, oh, this stuff just popped up. Like, I don't know, she gave like a, a certain amount of time. So I guess as the AI was feeling more confident and comfortable that, you know, it was like perfecting people. It was like, all right, we can start to grow crops now again and like try to repopulate. Yeah. But yeah, because they had to get ready to repopulate because they were going to let daughter. Yeah, they let daughter cre create another human. Right. Uh, it would be a brother presumably presumably daughter could handle raising a few different kids she probably wouldn't want to have a bunch all at the same time but she did want a family yeah she really did so i mean i think so she went back with the brother and i that's how it ended then mother like rolled up on hillary swank was like yeah your purpose has been served killed her ass it didn't show her killing her but like it was implied killing yeah. Hillary Swank looked shook. She was like, "You, you thought I, you thought I didn't know that you were out here. Why do you think I just let you live?" <laughs> like, basically, Hillary Swank was like, oh. Damn, "Yeah, like that means that Hillary Swank was out there just by herself for like years, years and years. Like, yeah, probably right. Yeah, she just and then go, like right before she daughter." Or the second like, daughter was born. Yeah, she was out there for a while making up those stories. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess. But I mean, like, she had she to. Have, no, no, she had. There had other people. There, right. That's what I just. I just remember that too. Like, there had to have been other people. Like, I don't know how many there were because she had faces. Like, I don't know where she got those faces. How she drew them. Yeah, yeah, because there was no TV. I guess in learning about because. The mother is teaching her about like human anatomy and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So, I guess those th diagrams wouldn't have faces necessarily, but maybe. I'm just trying to think about how she could have conceptualized another human's face to be able to draw it from memory. You know, I mean, right. maybe there was, maybe there were other people even er earlier that maybe she was like released before like everyone had been wiped out and they just when they were killing everybody they purposefully like did not kill her maybe huh? yeah yeah it could oh yeah it could be that they they raised the first batch was more than just hillary swank it was a bunch of people and then they just took out took them all out except for her right I mean, that could work because she definitely, yeah, she had faces, she had names. Like, did she just create all those stories and backgrounds about people? Like, <clears throat> excuse me. But, yeah, I don't know. It was overall good. It probably, I kind of like your way of watching it. I'm going to try that for one of these. I mean, it's, it's efficient, but it's, I mean, I mean, look, 
this is the sa- same thing I say with the wik- why I read Wikipedia summaries. Is not every movie is is worthwhile. Like it's not worth. Not every movie is worth two hours of your time just because it was made. Like I'm sorry to these creators. I am a movie maker myself, and like so, you know, someone only watches two minutes of mine and and, and turns it off, which. I did hear some, someone did recently. Um, you know, it's not ideal, but it's not a problem, really. It's, you know, it's personal taste. If, you don't, if you're not into it, it's okay. Right. Um, but, but sometimes there's interesting stories, and you just want to know a little bit about something, or, and not all of it. Like, I do catch, like, criticism for, like, why, why are you reading these spoilers? I don't know. We've, we've been over this. So... Yeah, um, well, I mean, you you just ruin it for yourself sometimes. Sometimes, yeah, that's going to happen. Um, but then, like, I'll read a spoiler. Like, with this new Spider-Man movie, I read the spoiler, like, two weeks before it came out. I've already kind of forgotten what it said. So, <laughs> I haven't seen the movie yet. Also, I'll go in relatively fresh. <laughs> uh, I read the spoilers for scary movies, so I'm not as scared. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I mean, I'll say with this, like, if you if you're thinking of watching that sinister uh, breakdown from Foundflix, you might even be scared of that. Like, oh gosh, it, it was. Oh, I say, I'm glad I watched it in the afternoon yesterday. Damn that movie! That movie looks scary as fuck. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it right now. It's nice and bright. Apartment's <laughs> real bright right now. <laughs> Yeah, definitely recommend that. Yeah, let me know what you think. But um, uh, okay, well we can we can start wrapping up. Unless you have anything more uh, on mother. No, I don't have anything else on mother. Okay. Sorry, I apologize to Hillary Swank <laughs> and Jennifer Garner, both of them. Would have been even funnier if you said Jessica Garner. You got it all fucked up. <laughs> Just created a new person. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I will say Hillary Swank doesn't usually look like that. Like she was looking, she's looking rugged, raggedy. Yes. <laughs> Not to say that Jennifer Garner looks raggedy. I'm just no. saying. Yeah, it's the way they made her up. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Well. Uh, anything else? Have you ever seen the movie Roadhouse? By the way. No. Is that Swayze? I started, I started watching it this morning. Man, it is oh. <laughs> some classic 80s. I love it so far. If you if you want a good a really excellent that, that I just watched for my movie club, um it's called Hell or High Water. Oh yeah, it's great. I saw that in the theaters. Oh you oh you saw it in the theater. Oh shit. Yeah. Chris Pine in them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I wish I had. I just watched it on the plane on the way back. Man, that movie is good as hell. Mm-hmm. I like the actor, the brother. I don't. I whenever I see him, I like him. I don't remember his name though. The rowdy brother. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Foster. He's good. Yes, Ben Foster. There you go. You saw it in the theater. Damn. How did you know? Yeah. It'd be good. Um, I don't know. I'm not. I don't remember exactly, but I saw it in the theater. Like the the bridges. Sometimes he was like yeah, a little bridges. too racist with his with his yeah, partner. I was like. That was, that was my critique that that whole casual racism dynamic like i definitely yeah i didn't think it was necessary you take that out you still get a great movie yeah um, you still do so yeah that that was that's a critique i have but 
I did I did like it quite a bit. Bridge, I don't I'm not big on Jeff Bridges as some people are, um, but he was good. I yeah, Ben Foster was the standout definitely. Chris Pine was great too. Mm-hmm. They but were both really good. Well, for me, it was the the plot was excellent. Oh, the plot was yeah, masterful. I was like, oh shit, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> steal from that steal from that one bank <laughs> steal from all of them yeah, I was like that makes perfect sense and then pay him back with the money he yeah, stole that was that. awesome it's like that one that one lawyer being like well it's like well sir if that ain't the most Texas thing I ever heard of <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was good I think it's on one of these streaming services now too yeah it's on Netflix so go there watch it. I might watch it again Eat something green while you're eat some uh, some broccoli florets while you're watching it instead of popcorn. Oh, I have some in the fridge. There you go. Yeah, put see. It, put it in a bowl. Put a little olive oil on it. Mm-hmm. Good money. <laughs> Great idea. All right, this was seventy-seven. That's when Carter got into office. He died. See, you thought I thought I forgot about that Nixon shit. Huh? Oh, I did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 